Get the best odds on all the big games this March. Download the Circa Sports Iowa app today. What is up, fanatics? Todd Kirk back. College podcast. All right, Kai McEwen is joining me. Kai is, um, he's a Chicagoan now. Went to Missouri, who we play Saturday, and we're bringing back the Big 8 rivalry. Uh, looking forward to I, I still think, Kai, we'll get into this, but I still think we got a chance to sit down, Norm. That's what I remember when I was in college back in the day. Um, so Kai is part of Three Man Weave. Uh, you can find him on Twitter. It's at Kai underscore the number 3MW. Uh, we've had Jim on before. Um you know, these guys shoot, they took off. They started doing this kind of like us grassroots students themselves, a love for college basketball. And now you can find them on, you guys are doing action network stuff. You guys are doing field of 68 with Rob Doster. So Kai, thank you. Great to have you. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, Todd, of course. Thanks for having me. Appreciate the introduction. Uh, excited to talk hoop. Yeah. I'm, I can be your hype, man. You just need to, if you want to take me around <laughs> town, I can do that for you. Um, what I figure we do, Kai, is 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 when Jim joined me, we were looking at kind of preseason and getting into conference. Um, Jim and I met by doing a bet online. He took it. He said Iowa State's going to be the worst team in the Big Twelve. I said no effing way, <laughs> and he took my bet. So I think they're still tied for worse. But uh, wow. yeah, so if I lose, I own some Templeton Rye. If if he loses, he owes me some Spotted Cow. It's um, a good deal for you. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, well, they started out so good. So I kind of figured maybe, you know, we're into it. It's almost February. Um, I love this time of year, but I also, I think even from a better's perspective, I've also found that it's getting a little bit harder. Like this yes. is hard from now till the end of conference season. And then you get in those championships. So maybe if you're, if you're kind of cool with it, maybe let's just go through, Big 12, Big 10. I'm a Hawkeye fan when they don't play Iowa State, so we'll talk a little bit about that conference. Yeah. But these are two freaking phenomenal conferences that we represent. There's that they're awesome. Uh Big 12, there is no bad team. I, no. I think I I think Iowa State's great and and the worst team, quote unquote, is Kansas State and they're pretty darn good too. I mean, they've beaten Texas and Texas Tech. So yeah, there is no bad team in Big 12. Awesome league, maybe the best league. I'd have to look back, but it's one of the best leagues I've ever seen top to bottom. I, I think you could put it up there historically. Do you, I mean, that, that's one of the things kind of I look at too is, you know, for a long time there, obviously Auburn being number one, if, if you kind of power ranked, I mean, do you, do you have a lot of people think SEC first and then, you know, they'll say big 12, then big 10. What, I mean, what do you kind of look at from a conference standpoint? Who's got, uh, who's got the firepower? Uh, big 12 for me, number one. Yeah, me too. easily. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you take into account the the whole body of it, right? The sec still has the dregs like my alma mater, Mizzou, you know, Ole Miss is very good. Georgia's terrible. Uh, there just isn't a, there's no off night in the big 12. That's what makes it such a great conference. And you have Kansas Baylor, Texas tech uh, title contenders too, right? Texas, maybe final four contender. We'll see. Um, just a, the best conference in my mind in the country. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, you know, and certainly I love the coaching too. I mean, I didn't yeah. even know Porter Moser was at Oklahoma in, in December. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what? Fantastic you know? hire. Yeah. Oh, and Oklahoma State actually got screwed. I mean, they, you know. Yes, terrible. Um, oh, it's brutal. It's brutal. So at the top, 
I mean, it, you know, like you said, it's it's Kansas, it's Baylor, and then Texas Tech. And I think this whole I'll I'll kind of start kind of and I'm gonna start three, two, one in that order. Uh, I don't think Texas is is quite ready, although they, you know, it's still early. Like this isn't when you want to peak. And I think maybe it was you guys or somebody was saying, and I thought it was a brilliant way to put it. Um, and so maybe I'll start with Texas being fourth. Maybe their coach isn't, he's just effing around a little bit with this lineup because he doesn't want him to peak. Was that you guys? Uh, maybe. <laughs> we might have said that. It was brilliant. Yeah. I, I do think he's still figuring it out lineup wise. I, I think he's yeah. definitely still experimenting, but you know, we're getting to end of January here. It, it's crunch time and Texas doesn't have a whole lot on their resume. They're, they're going to make the tournament. Um, it, it's almost certain by now, by record, by the fact that they probably won't lose a whole lot more games, but they're not going to get a high seed. And if I was Chris Beard, which of course I'm not, he's a fantastic coach and I am not, uh, I would tighten up the lineup. I'd, I'd figure yeah. out who your best five to seven guys are, even though you have 12 that could go start anywhere in the country and just stick with those guys. Cause he's playing too many. And I think it's really hurting them. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, he's obviously he has the talent and, and for Iowa State to beat him, you know, I was like, no, this team isn't all that. But when I heard that, I think that that probably Chris is kind of a Chris Beard thing. Like, yeah, that really makes sense. You know, he's going to wait till first, second week of February and do what you're saying and start to tighten this up um, because they could they could they could be deadly. I think they're they're probably missing a little bit. Uh, they're a little bit shaky and, and um, even though their front court guys are good, um, they're just a little bit shaky kind of all around. And, and maybe that's part of his genius, but yeah. you know, Texas tech, let's get to them. They come in, in my mind, kind of the third right now, but this team, is, and even though Iowa state beat these guys, uh, I'm not sure how, because everybody laughed. They said that <laughs> that game took basketball back 20 years and then, yeah, <laughs> uh, I, Iowa played. Who was it? Rutgers, like forty-four points to forty-six. I mean, that right. took the game back another twenty. Um, their team is freaking awesome. Like these they guys are. are so, they're so tough. Like they they don't. It's not like they have this these seven footers that are coming at you. But I mean, there's six seven guys can rebound like seven footers. They're they're good. If they can find the outside shooting, I, I say, look out for Dave Anderson and this team. They are tough, tough, tough. Yeah, for sure. And, and yeah, they didn't have two of the best players against Iowa state and Shannon Stanley. was out. Yeah. And, and McCuller and gave them a, a run for their money. It's Mark Adams, the coach of Texas tech. He's Adams, that's inc- it. I like he's, him. Uh, he's incredible. He, he was the architect apparently of that uh, pack line defense that, that Chris Beard got famous for at Texas tech. It was Adams apparently was the real DC defensive coordinator there and he's proving it. They rebound like crazy. They're obviously well coached and they fit well together. They have actual role players on Texas tech. Unlike Texas, where I feel like it's a bunch of alphas kind of fighting for the ball, fighting for, you know, whose turn is it? Texas tech. it, It doesn't exist. It's everyone fills a perfect niche. Everyone can show up on a given day. It's a very tough team to prepare for. Yeah, I I, I think uh, called him Dave, but Mark. You know why that? So I think you guys may reference this too, but it's the, best <laughs> one. the guy's a math teacher, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, 
I mean, he's just out there looking. He is so, but he's so likable that way. And, and his story from where he came, you know, I've even read through it in junior college ranks and, you know, just kind of earning his way up and earning his keep. He does. He, he shuffles. I think he plays close to sometimes maybe in Iowa state with two guys out, he still played nine guys. Um, yeah. So yeah, he's not afraid to mix that lineup. And um, I thought what they did at Kansas, like it was impressive. And um, I like this team. I don't know. I mean, I know they're kind of sitting there. They're ranked obviously still, um, they got a shot, man. I just say, look, you know, look out for the red Raiders, especially yeah. come tournament time. That's, that's one of those tournament teams that are going to be a tough out. Totally um, agree. Yeah. Wouldn't want to play so, them. Baylor was up there. At number one, Kai. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just now, maybe it's just a skid. I mean, obviously they're good and they were missing their point guard. And I think, I think he just kind of proved it. He's a straw that stirs the drink, but I'm almost thinking they're slipping here. Yeah. I I'm, I'm less worried about Baylor. Okay. Just like Texas tech and everyone in this conference, Scott Drew is an incredible coach. He is. They're both, they're, they're good on both ends. So many guys and yeah, Kenjo being out hurt, but Jeremy Sohan, they're, they're freshmen who is getting, I think some lottery love um, for the NBA. If not this year, the next year, he was and out. He's kind of coming back too, right? He was out for a while as well. He was out for both those losses. Yeah. Um, they haven't lost him in the lineup. He's not a starter, but he plays a, a key role for them. And you take him out of lineup. He's kind of that glue guy. That's important. I'm not worried about Baylor. I, I still think they are a, uh, a title contender for sure. Gotcha. All right. Well, maybe, uh, Maybe I'm a little bit too rash on him, but um, yeah, I mean, the, that kid from England, he is, uh, <clears throat> he is pretty darn good, but it's, it's almost like they, I don't know. I mean, Iowa state really should have beat him. Like that's the one game this year that I felt like we let get away so far. Mm-hmm. The other ones, I don't think we had any business winning cause we're so Jekyll and Hyde offensively, but yeah. <laughs> um I don't know. I, obviously, it's not the same team as last year, and that's not fair to compare them to it. But, um, man, tough as nails. Uh, it's oh, yeah. Kansas. It's Kansas who I'm – and I hate to do it as much as I hate Kansas, and I can't hate them. Hey, me too. Because they love their coach, so he's just such a great guy. Like, he's he's my favorite coach in the league. Um and I want to hate Kansas with every fiber of my being, and it's easy to in football, but it, it makes it hard for me to do it in in basketball. <clears throat> I just think they're the they're the they're the top of the they're the top of the mountain here in the Big Twelve now, and and um, I know I, I don't think uh, I don't think they're big guy, not Lightfoot, but uh, McCormick. He, he's yeah. I don't know. He comes in flashes and. And he's good and all, but they've got the two guys kind of down low. Uh, if if Brown can pick up from the outside, I think that's you know these guys can beat anybody. And obviously, Abaji to me is is probably my second favorite play, player in in all the country right now. What what do you mm-hmm. kind of think of Kansas? Am I am I thinking too highly of them, or is this just another Kansas team that? It's going to let our hopes down come, come tournament time. No, I think they're awesome. And, and you're talking to a Mizzou grad. So I, I hate Kansas. As I well. get it. Though, though I do have family ties. I, my sisters went to KU. So there is a, and a lot of my cousins from Lawrence, actually, it's kind of weird house divided thing. Uh, 
Yeah, they're awesome. Bill Self could have been Mizzou's head coach, but we ended up going with Quinn Snyder back in the day. Um, that worked out very well for Great us. Great choice. Yeah, take the dookie. <laughs> right. Um, they're awesome. I, I think McCormick's starting to come around. It seems like Bill Self gave him a little tough love um, during a stretch yep. recently, brought him off the bench. It seems like he's kind of getting back into it. Um, but Agbaji, he's Big 12 player of the year right now. He's incredible. He's amazing. Yeah, can't be stopped. Uh, and then so many other just get, Remy, Remy Martin is playing actually like a role player and he's excellent in the role, right? At Arizona yeah. state, he took every shot imaginable and now he's settling into a role and he's much better. He's much more efficient. They have so many weapons just like Baylor national title uh, contender for me. I think that's what makes Bill self so good Kai. And you mentioned it like Remy was a, an extended magazine and a, you know, in a rifle, right? Like he yeah. would just keep firing. It's like, dude, where are the bullets coming from? <laughs> and, uh, you know, Abaji could do that too, right? Like there's no question in my mind. Like, and when he has to, he does. Right. Um, but he does let that, that, I mean, I think it's a credit to Bill Self. He lets it come to about like when it's Abaji time, he, he knows. Um, and that's why I like how he, what he's done with this. Unfortunately, um, I'm really kind of bummed that Yesifu really hasn't, hasn't done much. You know, I wish he would have stayed at Drake. Yeah, like me too. Oh, it's a shame. It, it is really a shame. shame. Like you go there and now all of a sudden you're, you're a nothing. And where at Drake, you would have been, <laughs> um, you know, you would have been a star point again. Yeah. Yeah. And it sucks for Drake too. I know you're, you're in Des Moines, right? Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Drake hasn't looked the same this year without him. They're still good, but they're not elite. And he, I think was a big reason why people realized when Penn got hurt, it was Yasufu is incredible. Yeah. He, he, he made that team last year and, and there's such a, there's such a void in that team in that conference for those guys. Um, all right. Well, I still think it's, I, I still think it's going to be Kansas. How many teams do you think how many are they getting out of that? How many are we getting out for this year? Uh, yeah. Big 12. Every, is everybody going to go? Is that possible? <laughs> I, I don't know what the record is, but it's like, I think eight is in play. It could happen. Oklahoma state's not eligible. So that kind of takes one back. That's true. Yeah. I, I, I'll say it would probably get seven. Um, I think they're good enough to get eight or nine, but I don't think the records are going to work out that way. Um, so I think there will be seven teams. Seven out of there. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. You leave no, out K state, you leave out Oklahoma state, you leave out. Yeah, I think Oklahoma, I think K state yeah. might even be better than Oklahoma. I mean, I it don't, Iowa state lost. I, I always take everything to Iowa state, but. I don't know. Oklahoma doesn't have that it fact. They don't have it. No, there's kind of a garbage pail, you know, bring your lunch pail work type of team. That's Porter Moser. In a yeah, nutshell. They just work hard basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And obviously, you know, West, uh, West Virginia, this is not the best team no. they've had in years. Um, yeah. It's going to be interesting. I mean, TCU, my gosh, they're impressive. I mean, that if I were going to say dark horse in our, in our, in the big 12 and we'll move on to big 10. I think it's TCU. Those guys are just scrappy. Yep. He's got a ton of talent. And also Jamie Dixon's a great coach. I, I cannot believe Pitt ever let him get away. Look at their <laughs> program. Now it's in shambles since he left. Me and Jamie Dixon have uh, something in common. We both have this hairline where it goes up highway one. Uh, so I'm a big Jamie Dixon supporter. Um, yeah, yeah. Now I like their team. I like the, I like their chances. I know they've never done anything in the big 12 tournament. Um, yeah. It would be kind of fun for, for them to do something. I think they need it. They need fans in that arena. And he's, he's such a good basketball coach. I wish they would, uh, I wish the frogs would, uh, would come up and start supporting them more and more. Um, 
All right. So we both, we're both, I'm a homer. We both think the Big 12 is number one, but it's really hard for me, Kai, when I look at the Big 10 and you have, what do they have? Six teams now ranked, five teams ranked in the top 25. Um, here, I'll pull this up. And the, and the number one team in the league is the worst ranked in Illinois. Um, you know, and then you're going, the guys that aren't ranked that are pretty good, Indiana, Michigan, Rutgers, Iowa. Um, and then even Maryland and Penn State can be scrappy. I think Minnesota's finally showing their warts. How do you kind of see, I'll let you take this conference first. How do you kind of see this shaking out maybe top to bottom so far? Yeah, another super tough league. I think Nebraska is the only team I would call terrible in this league. <laughs> yeah, and uh, right, because you mentioned Penn State's not that bad. I, I, no. Shrewsbury's been impressive to me. Honestly, he's been great. Ben Johnson's been way better than I expected at Minnesota. That team has no right to be even as good as no, they are currently in the roster. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Northwestern is not bad. I, I watched them in person. They're they're a pretty good basketball team. They they've lost some close games, uh, but they have a lot of talent. Uh, for my money, Purdue is the best team in this league, and their defense kind of lags behind, but they just have so much firepower. And with Ivy, Edie, and Williams, that's a scary team. Best offense in the country right now per analytics. And it's just well, before I get on, you went to you went to a game in, in Evansville, right? You Yep, Evanston, yeah, yeah. Evanston, sorry. You saw them play. Like I'm kind of with you there. Like, what why can't these guys get over the hump? Like this is even coming into when conference season was gonna start, you know, they had a good start to the non conference and um, you know, Nance is a is a really good guy to have inside that you can key off of and um, they've always, they always have shooters. Um, what, what, what do you kind of see? Like what, what, what's not clicking for these guys? I haven't watched them play since conference season has started. And that's one of the things I got to do this weekend. Yeah. I mean, some of it, I guess it's, it's fortune, but I don't think Chris Collins is a great coach. Um, yeah. unfortunately they have a lot of talent and he's the reason they have talent. They have more top 100 slash four-star guys they've ever had in the program under him. I think he got the very first one a couple of years ago. So it's because of Collins that they are in this position that we're even talking about them in this light. Obviously yeah. he got them to their first tournament period. Um, <laughs> but I just don't think he's good enough to get them over the hump and actually compete for real in the big 10. Yeah. I mean, he's kept it close. I, I just pulled up their record too. And I think if you look back yeah. hindsight, right, they, their, their pre-conference record, they didn't, they didn't beat anybody they weren't supposed to, you know, right. and the two teams that they, if they were really a, a, a good team, Kai, they should have beaten were Providence and Wake. Yep. But up to Northwestern standards, they played both of those games close. Um, and they're missing one of their best players for those games. Adige was out for both. Oh, I didn't so realize that. Yeah. So again, that's kind of fortune. You, they could have beaten both those teams. Yeah. And I mean, even when you get right into the big 10 season, they played Michigan state close and then Penn state close. And, um, they're not getting Purdue smoked them. They're not getting blown out. Like their last game against Michigan, they had a chance to win. Um, I want to look at their cover, like what the, what these guys are on a, on a cover standpoint, because they're not getting, they're just, they're this close. Um, They are uh, seven and 10 against okay, the spread a little worse than I expected actually. 
Yeah, me too, especially yep. for as close as they're playing. I don't want to spend forever at Northwestern, but <laughs> I've always been intrigued with that. It's it's funny you think uh, uh, that of their coach. I could kind of see that too. Um, yeah, fortunately. What about Iowa? What have you – I mean, I, I could go on forever, but I'd rather have somebody from uh, – from outside the area, what do you kind of, what do you see when you look at the Hawks? Uh, they've been way better than I expected. Uh, impressive. It just seems like every single year, every single year under Fran McCaffrey, somebody steps up and becomes a star. And you've seen that through the years with Utah and Aaron white and uh, Garza. And now it's Keegan Murray. Mm-hmm. And this year, I think going in, I was certainly big on Keegan Murray, but I didn't think he was going to be all American good. And he has been, he's been incredible. Their offense is always good under Fran McCaffrey. So that's not a surprise. Um, but they've just been to another level than I expected. Seventh best offense in the country for Ken Pum. Better than I expected. I watch them play. They're legit. They probably should have beaten a couple more teams along the way. Um, but they're a legit Rutgers team. Lost, hurt them, man. Rutgers lost terrible of that. That was a, an abomination. They it was a bad call. Yeah, pretty pretty <laughs> fluky, I think, that game. Um, but, yeah, we'll see how they do against Purdue here. They, they had them on the ropes the first game and then just didn't get it done. Yeah, that one's, that one's going off tonight. Um, yeah, hopefully we'll get this out in time. I, I like them tonight, and I, I watched your guys uh, – I watched your guys' pod, Field of 68 pod over lunch. Um, and I agree with you, too. I like the over. I think, you know, yeah. these listen, give these teams a chance to run. They're going to run. Iowa does not want to play a 99-point game. Yeah, for sure. They yeah. want to score 99. Yeah. <laughs> Offense is their best defense. Exactly. Just outscore the other team. That's yep. kind of been his philosophy for as long as he's been at Iowa. And you guys – now, so look at a Big Ten. We'll kind of get to the top real quick and, and then uh, – maybe hit this Iowa state, Missouri, and then just get an overall thing. Cause I know you've got to go too. Um, I'm kind of with you on, on this Purdue team, but you know, they're, they can, they're, they're almost, it's like, it's too enigmatic for me. They're, they're losing games that they should, they should be able to go in the rack and take on that environment and yeah. win that game. And that told me a lot about him because earlier on, when I talked to Jim, I was Purdue like, you know, one, two in the nation. Um, they have, they definitely have the players, uh, but they can't get Edie and the Williams guy. They can't be on the same court at the same time. So that right. kind of hurts, right? Like yeah. that can't be their five. Um, uh, and then who's the slasher guy? I'm not thinking of his name. Uh, Ivy. They're, Ivy. They're, they're grown, yeah. He yeah. Is, he's yeah. an Abaji type, right? Yeah. They may be the best in the Big Ten, but that may be why the Big Ten isn't the best conference because they're they're right. enigmatic as much as Ohio State can be, Michigan State can be, you know, Coburn gets in trouble for Illinois. Eh, see you later, like you know. Yeah. And Wisconsin is that one with uh, oh gosh, C, is it CJ? Um, who's their player? James? Johnny Davis? Guy, dude. Yeah, he's great. Unreal. Like I love. Oh my gosh. Like for as yeah. little as he is, but he's not little. I'm six two yeah. and I'm calling him little. Mm-hmm. He might be, he might be my favorite player I've seen play. I hear I have Todd doing a basketball podcast. I'm forgetting. <laughs> That's what happens when you're 51 folks. Yeah. Um, but they're jumbled at the top. Kai is what I'm getting to. And even though, yeah, I'm with you. I'm kind of like Purdue seems to be it. It's anybody's freaking ball game right now. 
Yeah, for sure. Big 10's weakness this year, ironically, is defense. Um, This is usually a league that kind of prides itself on playing gritty basketball, defensive basketball. None of these teams are super, super elite on the defensive end, Purdue especially. That's kind of been their downfall, which is weird because they have the athletes and the size, um, but they're just not stopping anybody. And maybe it's just a lack of interest. Um, They just want to go score. Yeah. I think Matt Painter's a fantastic coach. So I, I have faith that he'll turn it around. Um, but yeah, I, for my money, they're number one, you know, Illinois is probably number two for me, all healthy, assuming Coburn's getting back in there, but it's a jumble. Like you said, I, I, I think Ohio state's right there. Wisconsin, heck Michigan's looking better too. It's just a really tough league at the top, that, that top half. Yeah. I mean, you can pick any team to convince me that sure that they'll win the league. And do you think Michigan's going to figure it out? I do. Yeah. And you've seen it. I think the last couple of games, the, the two blowouts, Maryland and Indiana, they had a scare against Northwestern, but yeah, they're, I, I think Juwan Howard is a good coach and they're too talented to, to just fade off. Yeah, I agree. It's a fun team. And I like Juwan. I really do. I think, yeah. uh, um, unlike a Penny Hardaway, right. That comes back, you know, plays in the NBA, comes back to his team. Right. Uh, he's more of a, he's more of a Hoiberg than he is a Penny Hardaway. I think, uh, Fred never should have left Iowa state, but that's his life. I'm who am I to judge, but, um, you know, Jawan's doing a really good job. He understands what it's like to be a kid in that environment. If he, if anybody, um, and, uh, I think he's going to be a great long-term success there. I think for them, it's been more their guards, um, kind of finding their wings and being able to fly, but, yeah. Um, defense matters to me when it comes to March. That's why I like a team like Texas tech, you know, they, at, at any point, man, they could just grind you down and they yeah. still like when Texas tech scores, they still got athletes, man. When they score, it's a backdoor alley, you 360 dunk. Right. Exactly. Um, and they've and been like, there before. That style, right? yeah. yeah. And I think you made a good point about the big 10. You're good. And sometimes in the tournament, you're going to have to get the stops. Yeah. Um, and who's going to do it. All right. So, uh, real quick here, maybe last, you got five minutes. Yeah, sure. Of course. We'll wrap it up. Um, let's just talk about, I want to get the Mo Valley and you kind of hit on it with Drake. I, I think, you know, there's Loyola, Missouri state, Drake, you and I is kind of coming on. I think there's maybe, am I missing anybody out of those top four Kai in your mind? Did you say Missouri state? They're, yeah. They're, yeah. yeah. They're, they're certainly up there. No, I mean, those are the players, right? Bradley's always good somehow. Um, but I, I, I don't think they're the best team, but they're just always around this league. Rocks. I don't think they have the, do you think they have the sleep, the sleeper though? Like they've had in the past. No. Like I just don't uh, see it. I don't think so, but they always either. tend to be there, you know, in the tournament. So I grew up in St. Louis. I, I, so I went to this arch madness, the arch madness yeah. baby. Yeah. So I, I love the Valley. Um, I think every team in this league is pretty good except Evansville yeah. and, and like Indiana state, if they ever got healthy, they can make a huge run. I love their coach shirts. He's a, uh, an offensive wizard. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. He where did he come from? How long has he been there? Uh, D two. He, okay. he just took over this year. He was killing the D two. I think he was on the staff at somebody, um, uh, someone, someone big in D one. I forgot who it was, but regardless, good coach Indiana state's a, a nice flyer team. I, I think if you want to look forward to the tournament, but will is the best team, Missouri yeah. state, probably two. For me, um, yep. I don't know what's up with Drake. They haven't been winning convincingly. Hemp Hill's been out for sure, but yep. I still think they're talented enough. DeVries is awesome. The coach's son. Unreal. So talented. 
I mean, we knew he was good because he played in Des Moines, right? But um, he's an alpha. That kid is an alpha. Yeah, he rocks. He really is. And they've, they've had Penn's been out a little bit too. So I think, you know, True. to be able to come together, having everybody healthy will make a difference. But, you know, last year they were covering every game. Uh, yeah. This year they're not. You know, I've lost Indiana State, so it's it's interesting. I bet against them a couple times thinking they were bad. So this Shirts is a good coach because they've won a couple games like, whoa, where'd this come from? Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly, I, I didn't give him enough credit heading into the year. Um, and then I realized that, Oh crap. He, <laughs> he can coach he's the hell good. out of it. Yeah. He's amazing. Uh, he worked, uh, you know what? He, he didn't come anywhere prominent, I guess that, that surprised me, but at D two, he dominated, I think, let's see here. Yeah. He won 83% of his games at Unreal. D two over like 10 seasons. <laughs> I love when the coaches like that do it. It's like a yeah. Matt Campbell at Iowa state, you know, these, right. you come from Toledo or somewhere like that and, and you have success and, um, I love seeing that. And the Valley is fun. It's, it's night in, night out. It's, there's still, it's still good basketball. There aren't a lot of, um, there's not a lot of difference between the top and the bottom. And so that would make fun. What do you think of the new, the new Valley? Uh, Well, it sucks. Loyal is leaving. I'll say that, but you couldn't pick two better teams to replace them. I think with Belmont and Murray state. That's going to be awesome. Now UIC is different. I would not have taken UIC, but I understand the move because you want to stay in Chicago. You want that Chicago market? Yeah. Um, apparently the facilities have gotten better. I have, it's really close to me right now. I should probably just check it out sometime. Um, we did we did Wing Fest there one year in, in their arena, so it's not huge by any means. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Murray State and Belmont. Whew, that's unreal. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome rivalry. Going to make the league so good. It's going to be just. Wichita state Creighton era type of teams, like getting back top 20, top 50. Good. Think about all those teams at the Valley's lost. Like you just mentioned those two and now Loyola. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's wild. Which, yeah. I mean, granted they went up, I get it. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, but it was nice to see the Valley reload. I think that's, uh, yeah. that's going to be critical for them. All right. Real quick. As you look at the, as the landscape, Kai, you're the, you're the expert. Um, you know, we're kind of looking at it. I, I mean, if I look at, if I go to, I'm just going to go to Torvik or Torvik real quick, and then I'll let you have the floor. Um, Houston, Gonzaga, Baylor, Arizona, Purdue, Kansas, Kentucky, Auburn, UCLA, Duke, Texas tech. And I'm leaving out a team. Um, Illinois, LSU, Tennessee, and I'm going to put them in last, Villanova. And there's why. This is my take on Villanova. They don't have a shot to win at all. There are only five guys that play that game. They're streaky. Yes, could they win four in a row? No, I don't think they can win six in a row against this talent, but I'm going to put them in there. There's freaking 16 teams that could win it all this year. Am I crazy thinking that of those six? There's a chance for all 16. There, it's it's wide open, more wide open wide than open. I say in the past. Yeah, last year you knew it was Gonzaga, Baylor. Um, this year I still think it's Gonzaga personally, and I, I hope yeah. it happens because I think Mark Few deserves a title after what he's 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 had this program up near the top every single year. Um, but yeah, you you mentioned a lot of teams there that it's like sure I could see that, sure I could see that. Like Arizona's awesome, Auburn's awesome, um, Baylor, Kansas all these teams you can make case for to win a title. It's, it's, it's awesome. It makes college basketball fantastic to watch. This is to me has been, 
And I love betting Gonzaga team total over. Um, <laughs> this this year has been this is is probably been the best college basketball year ever for me. And I've been watching this a lot. It's nice for obviously because I have Iowa State back. They actually come in at seventeen, but they're not winning it. Yeah. But it is so wide open. Like I don't remember it this wide open. And then throw in the fact that there could be there likely to be an Oregon State like team that makes the Final Four. You know, UCLA just kind of came up the other night and said, you know, we can play defense. And we're here and we can yeah. score and we've got guys um, and we don't even have one of our guys who's healthy and we just shut down Arizona. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, like you said, a Michigan, uh, they could, they could rear this crazy run in the tournament. I really like um, Wake Forest uh, yep. out of the ACC. I think people are, are overlooking a team like that and, um, you know, Arkansas has been good. Marquette is all of a sudden. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, this is going to be the greatest term. I, you know, you've got your eye on Gonzaga. Anybody else out there kind yeah. of from a sleeper standpoint? Well, I, I don't know if Auburn's a sleeper anymore, but yeah. they're <laughs> Third incredible. Number one guy, right? Yeah. I, I thought Arizona was awesome. I still do. You know, I think people maybe sleep on Kansas just because they're always there. I think yep. they have the chops to get it done. I look for coaching. I look for good guards. I look for NBA talent in the tournament. And if you just check all those boxes, you have a pretty good shot at winning it all. Well, I, I can't wait to check back in with you guys uh, as we get, you know, out of conference tournaments, maybe pre-tournament. Um, and I'll let you go on this. You know, we talked about at the top, Kai. Um, again, um, Kai McEwen's joining. Three-man weave founder. You can find him on Twitter at Kai underscore the number three MW. Um, boy, Action Network has jumped on these guys. Rob Doster and Field of 68 have jumped on these guys. There's a reason. Kai and uh, Matt and Jim, they have a great chemistry. I think you some, maybe a couple of you guys were friends growing up. Yeah. yeah. Um, went to Missouri. So we got Iowa State. Missouri's coming back to Hilton. Um, I won a ton of money on Illinois and Kansas versus Missouri early on this year. (laughs) And then all of a sudden this team decides to say, Hey, if you're ranked, we're going to kind of play, we're going to play against you and we might just beat you. What is going on with this team? They're feisty. It's, it's a Conza Martin's MO. It's just playing gritty, uh, scrappy basketball. The stats don't really back it up. They're still terribly terrible defensively in conference play, but they're sticking around. Um, and I think because of that, you're going to get a really big spread at Iowa state. I don't think Mizzou has any chance in hell to win that game, but I think they have a chance to keep it close just because Iowa state doesn't score the ball that well. Mizzou can keep them, uh, out of the basket a little bit. I don't think Mizzou's going to score very much either. I'd probably like the under in that game, probably take Mizzou if it's double digits, but we'll see. And, and I, I went to school by the way at Mizzou when they were in the big 12. So I, I saw some Iowa state teams there. Hoiberg was there. Uh, actually Greg McDermott might've been there when I was in college too, Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. I I'm glad that the, that this game is happening. I love the big 12 sec challenge to get those old matchups back. You know, well, we, we figured Texas and Oklahoma are really struggling to whether they're sec or big 12 school. What are they? Traders. Yeah, I know. It's Oklahoma tech. So Bart Torvik has this guy at 15 and point four. There's no way in hell I'm betting Iowa State. That's too high. It's too it's high. It's way too high. 
I'm not sure has, I would say has not been a favorite of that size. I don't think that she, well, they probably were against some of the the dregs of society, but uh, no, not against a a power team, even though Mizzou's terrible. You're with me. You're with me. We're not. Yeah. We get, if we get, if we get double digits, this is Missouri all the way. I think so too. And I hate betting on Mizzou. So it'll, it'll pay me to do it. Yeah, me too. I'm betting against my own team, but as long as Cyclones win, I'm okay. Um, Kai, thank you. I kept you a few minutes over. Uh, You guys are great. I know uh, I'm a 51 year old fanboy, but I would tell all of our listeners that like college basketball, like I do, if you're into it, you guys have great content. You put it out daily. Um, And it's obvious you guys have, I mean, listen, you guys know the coaches, you know, the nicknames, which I love. Uh, I learn from you every day. So thank you very much for not only uh, what you're